Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast, where you'll learn the path to free rent and financial freedom through real estate. Featuring your hosts, Brad Labrie and Drew Klingler. Welcome to House Hacking Success. We're at episode 40, and we really appreciate you guys all being a part of this, the movement of house hacking. We've had so many relationships formed through this podcast and everything that we do. We really appreciate you guys being along for the ride. Yeah, it's been a great ride. I'm excited to be at episode 40. Uh, Let's start this episode off. Let's talk about your background, Brad, and how you got started in real estate and what house hacking means to you. Yeah, so house hacking is obviously a really fond place in my heart. Um, you know, unlike most real estate investors or the traditional real estate investors who, you know, are are rich older people that invest in in real estate, um, I I was not like that. You know, I I dropped out of college. Um, I basically just was a laborer. Um, you know, in my early twenties, but I just I out hustled people and I was willing to work really really hard. Um, and you know, as many people know. My first deal that I invested in, I lost everything. My tenant got murdered. The house got broken into. Uh, everything was stolen from the place. You know, it was just it was a mess when I was 20 years old. Um, and I had to, you know, kind of recover from that. I had to take a step back and recover. Of course, I lost, you know, about 10 or 15 thousand dollars, which was everything I had in the world, you know, at the time when I was 20, um, and recoup. Uh, and then I got into flipping properties. And uh, although it's lucrative, you know, it it is very much a job. Uh, every, every single deal is different. Um, every rehab is different. Um, and it's, it's can be challenging to create systems. It's not impossible, but it takes a lot more skill. Uh, and we were kind of, I felt like we we're getting towards the top of the market and I knew that cash flow is what really created wealth. Um, and so, you know, I kind of transitioned into the Burr method without even knowing that that existed. And I had found out about the 203k loan. Uh, and so I, my wife and I did a major uh, rehab on a three unit. We turned it into a four unit. Um, I mean, just gutted everything, HVAC, plumbing. So it was almost like I flipped the property. But at, at the end of it, I got that equity tax free. That's the biggest thing. That's the reason why flipping was really challenging because you put all this work in and then you pay capital gains at the end of it, which wipes mm-hmm. out you know 20% of your profits and or, you know, or more. Uh, and so you know that's, that's a huge chunk of change. And when you pull money out on a burr, it's tax free and you get to keep the cash flow, right? And so because we did such a big rehab, this particular property cash flow is uh, or you know, what we get in rents is three times our monthly PITI, which is principal interest tax and insurance. So uh, that was the first house hack, and we just continue to go from there, my wife and I, and now uh, now I'm an agent as well. Um, so I sell commercial and residential. And so, uh, and I work with a lot of house hackers, young house hackers, um, ambitious people that, you know, want to get into real estate, but the 20 to 25% down is just such a tough barrier. And that's why I love house hacking because you can get in for 0%, you can get in for 3.5%, which is FHA, sometimes even 3% with a conventional or a a standard 5% conventional and three or 5% down. That's not that challenging to come up with. But if you got to come up with 20 to 25% down, then you need reserves and the closing costs and all the other expenses involved in purchasing a property. It can be very expensive and the risk is much higher because you have much more invested. So uh, it, it holds a very dear place in my heart. Absolutely. House hacking is an amazing strategy. I mean, you were able to move out of that property within, what, six months when you fixed up that triplex? Yeah, the, yeah, the 40 unit. Yeah, we, uh, after six months, I was able to refinance. 
pull that money out and then uh, able to move. So um, it wasn't it wasn't really this elongated thing, um, you know, and, and that's a very, in my opinion, very short time period to do that. I think I actually lived in the property for a year. Um, but yeah, we, we financed after six months. Gotcha. And then you move out, you get another house hack, you kind of stack up those properties and keep your prior house hacks as cash flowing properties, which is yeah, truly and, an amazing and, and something that people forget about a little bit is you get to keep your owner financing terms, right? So I still have the incredibly low uh, interest rate. Um, and, you know, and so most landlords have to pay much higher uh, principal and interest payments than I do. And so, um, you know, you, your cash flow is bigger. Um, of course, ca- uh, your taxes increase a little bit when you move out, but that's, you know, that's besides the point. But I mean, our, our cash flow at that place is, is incredible. And my wife and I, during this time period, you know, with COVID-19, I've been laid off my, uh, my standard job for five or six weeks and it hasn't even impacted us. And that's the power of house hacking in real estate is the fact that you can become financially free. Uh, and my wife and I have actually expanded kind of our finances during this time period. Um, and so that's what we want for our listeners and, and everyone, uh, you know, that house, what, that's what we try to relay, what house hacking can do for them. Absolutely. So, so Drew, uh, let's go into your story a little bit because your story is super powerful. I mean, you were a professional bowler, right? You were one of the top in the state, um, and you chased, you you know, went and chased that dream, travel around the country a little bit bowling. Um, but, but tell us about like that time period because during that you sort of went broke, um, and you know, you're you're uh, I don't want to put words words in your mouth, but you're you're kind of a you know, you hit a roadblock financially. Tell us about that and what house hacking did for you. Yeah. So just a backstory on how I got into that and got started. I've been bowling my whole life, but I was working a pretty good stable job and I saved up for quite a while just to be able to take that jump into pursuing becoming a professional bowler. And what ended up happening is, I mean, I really wasn't good enough on tour. I was good enough at a lot of the big amateur tournaments, stuff like that, the small local tournaments to make money, to make it last 18 months. But I essentially, I just completely ran out of money. And at this point in my life, I was living off a credit card. Uh, My brother-in-law called me, asked if I wanted a job doing HVAC. And I ended up doing that for about two months. And that's where we met. We ended up working together on that triplex, the triplex that Brad just talked about. Brad's the one who ended up teaching me about house hacking. And it's funny when I look back on that now and I look at how much money I saved up to pursue my dream of, you know, becoming a professional bowler. That would have enabled that dream, you know, being able to house hack and saving on my living expenses instead of paying rent that whole time. I really believe that would have made it last significantly longer. So it's funny, you know, house hacking is one of those strategies that, you know, a year ago would have been better to know about 10 years ago. I mean, it's something that I wish I knew about when I was 18 years old, because think about. And another thing, like a lot of the people that we have on the show, that's exactly what they do to your point. Like they they found house hacking and it enabled them to do whatever they, they really truly enjoy. And that's, that's the cool thing, living for free. And then whether it's traveling the world, whether it's uh, giving more of a remote job or becoming a professional, professional bowler, it allows you to do all that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it really frees you up to do a lot of things that you're passionate about. And that's the goal now is now that I'm house hacking, I'm freeing up that income. You know, I kind of caught the bug of real estate and I want to invest more. So I'm going to just stack up rental properties through house hacking and it's enabling me to do that. Um, that savings rate, it goes right into the next house. And there's kind of a compound interest to it too, right? Like as soon as you move out of a property, you essentially get a pay raise because you get that cash flow that's coming in. And if you move out and go to another house hack, you get to keep the same savings rate as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's transition a little bit into this course that we just brought out. We're super excited about it. Uh, we've already had people sign up and get in the course and, and positive feedback. We really, really hope that this helps so many people uh, house hack in 2020 or 2021. Um, and it's a great time period right now when we all have a little bit of downtime with COVID-19 to really dive in because you and I are totally sold out for what this strategy does and how it can dramatically affect people's wealth building. Um, so let's sort of go through uh, what the course is about uh, and what people will learn with it. And let's start that with savings rate. So we've had many, many people talk, come on the show and talk about savings rate. But I think uh, Chad Carson summed it up best when he said that the single greatest way to achieve financial independence or financial freedom or retiring early is that savings rate. Uh, and the thing that you and I talk the most about is the greatest ROI of house hacking is the fact that you save 30% or more of your housing expense compared to the average American. Because the average American, their budget is made up of 30 to 35 or 40% uh, just on housing expense. And if we can eliminate that, that is a great wealth builder. Whether you take that money and put it in the stock market or whether you take it and you reinvest in real estate or you just take it and enjoy yourself. Right, you're not spending that. You can now do whatever you want to do. If you want to go travel the country and be a bowler, go do it. Right, and that's what savings rate allows you to do. Uh, and I can't think of a single greater way to do that. There is none. Right, if you look at the average American budget, and there are many sources out there for what that is, housing is by and far the greatest way to do it. You know, there are people out there like Dave Ramsey and and a lot of people that that are great people, but they talk more about variable expenses, right? Don't spend money on coffee. Uh, don't spend money on luxury things. Don't go to concerts or entertainment. Uh, you know, don't spend money in that area, but that's such a small amount of your budget each and every month, right? We might be talking about five or 10% or less of your budget when you can literally wipe out 30% and still enjoy yourself, right? That's the power, in my opinion, of house hacking is that you don't necessarily, yeah, it's not a bad thing to cut down on and make your own coffee. Uh, and maybe we shouldn't, you know, be going out to entertainment as much, maybe, or maybe not, but that's your choice. And I think house hacking is the greater way to, to save on that. Yeah. One of my favorite things to say about that savings rate is if you look at it as, you know, you're paying $800 in rent and you go house hack and you cut out that $800, that's 9,600 over the course of a year. And you look at like, how hard is it to get that kind of raise at your job? And then plus not to mention that it's savings. You're not paying taxes on those savings, right? So if you wanted a $9,600 raise at your job, you're going to have to get more like a $12,000 raise just to match that. The next thing is you become a real estate investor the second that you buy a property, right? You don't need 20 or 30% down like the traditional investor does. You just need sometimes 0% or three, right? And you automatically become an investor and you're living for free. Yeah, absolutely. There's a ton of owner-occupied loan options out there. And in the course, we're going to really lay them out for you. And you're going to be able to pick out which one's best for you. Absolutely. The next part is building a, a rental portfolio, right? Sometimes it's six months, sometimes it's 12 months. They require you to live in a property. But after you fulfill that time period, you then go and buy another property. Our good friend, Connor Anderson, right? He works for Bigger Pockets and he bought a property in Denver, Colorado. Well, he just bought in Grand Rapids, Michigan, out where you are, Drew, right? And so he, after he fulfilled his time in Denver, he moved back home, bought a place in Grand Rapids. Now he's got two out-of-state places, but he only had to come up with 3.5% down on each property. I mean, that is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. And, and Craig Curlop, he was on our show. He's a great example. He bought a rental property a year by house hacking. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So you're building a portfolio, right? You can begin to traditionally invest too if you want to put 20% down, but not everyone has that. So you take your time, you buy a property, you you live in it, you fulfill that time period, you move out, you buy another one, and you just continue to do that until you start to, and you're going to increase your savings rate along that time period. So now you have the money to be able to put into other properties. Uh, and then maybe at the end, you go buy the luxury house that you want because you built this whole portfolio portfolio to pay for it. And that's the point. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to dig yourself a hole by going and buying a big house first. You sacrifice a little bit, house hack a few times, then you got cash flowing rentals that can pay for that home that you really want. Yeah, absolutely. And most people don't get this, but there's multiple ways of house hacking. No, it's not one size fits all. It's all up to what market you're in and what you actually want to do, right? There's rent by the bedroom. You can buy a single family house, right? Whether it's a two, three, four, five bedroom house, rent each room out, individual room out, and collectively pay for the mortgage, right? There's buying multi-units, which is what you and I have done, Drew, buying a two-unit, buying a three-unit, buying a four-unit, and you're getting low owner-occupied down payments, all right? There's, you can rent out storage space, whether it's in a garage or you build it or in a basement, right? That could be additional income to cover the mortgage. You can park, you can rent out parking spaces, right? What Maybe you're in a college town or you're where, uh, close to an entertainment center or whatever it is. If you have the ability to rent out uh, parking spaces in your driveway, on your lawn, whatever it is, you can get creative in finding ways to pay your mortgage, right? You can you can have an RV on the property, rent out the house. We've had people do that. You can make an ADU, right? Meaning you convert the garage or you convert or you build a accessory dwelling unit, something like that to where you either rent that out or you live in there and you rent the house out. The point is house hacking is a way to eliminate your mortgage and live for free and maybe even collect money. But the big thing is, is attempting to eliminate the mortgage. And that's what house hacking does. Yeah. And one of the biggest objections that I hear is just concerned about the lack of privacy because maybe you don't want to live in an apartment, whatever it is. Um, but if you look at some of the duplexes, they're split right down the middle. They're pretty much symmetrical on each side. You can put up a fence, whatever you can build your privacy into that duplex. Or like you said, an ADU, it's a completely separate building on the property. You're going to have privacy that way. Absolutely. And so many ways to do it. Uh, you can do more of a luxury house hack if that's what you prefer. But the point is, we're attempting to eliminate that large expense. Even if we don't completely eliminate the mortgage, mm -hmm. if we cut it in half by 50%, that is a large uh, chunk of change that you can now reinvest or do whatever with, right? And so that's the point of house hacking. The next point that we're going to talk about in that course is building your real estate team. It's so incredibly important, right? In my opinion, your real estate agent and your mortgage broker are the two leading hogs in your team. And if you get two people that truly are real estate investors, because listen, guys, in my opinion, as a real estate agent, somebody that deals with professionals every single day, 90% of them do not invest in real estate outside of their personal home. So they have no idea where you're coming from, right? They have no idea why you're trying to find the best deal and you're so particular on your numbers, right? They have no idea because they're not real estate investors. They don't see it through your eyes. They don't see value add opportunity like you do, right? So finding your team that is also real estate investors is so incredibly important. And in my opinion, finding that real estate agent first that is an investor-friendly real estate agent Rock stars hang with the rock stars. If you find a rock star real estate investor friendly real estate agent, they will be able to lead you to the great mortgage broker, to the CPA, right? To the lawyer, whatever you need, property management, whatever it is, they are going to be able to lead you to that. And that is so important. The next thing is evaluating market, right? So you might be in uh, a great metropolitan area 
and have several markets within that market. Or you might be in more of a rural setting, but you still have several markets within those markets. So we want to be able to determine for your subset of market what class they are. And the way we do that is through the ABCD model, right? And so we want to be able to separate what's a C area or a C minus area versus the B minus in the B area, right? You want to be able to clearly define which areas within your submarket are those areas and target whatever you're looking for because this could be different price points. You're going to get a better, better or worse quality tenant, right? You're going to have to do a higher or a lower end rehab, right? All these things are something to consider. And that's why we want to find out and evaluate your market. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to be able to apply that rating system to an individual property or an area. It really just depends on how you want to look at it and your perspective, because you could have a B property in a C area or vice versa. And in the course, we're going to show you how to map out. So I'm actually going to screen share and show you exactly how you can circle your area, label it as B, C, A, D, whatever it is, and color code it and all that. So many great resources that we have in the course. Uh, so check that out. The next thing we're going to talk about in the course, and again, we have 42 videos within this course. Each one breaks down the exact steps within these. But we're just kind of giving a broad overview of this. The next one is financing, right? So critical um, because there are many, many different ways to finance. There's ways to uh, get down payment assistance, right? There are ways to get 0% down financing, right? Uh, and you don't just have to be a veteran. Of course, veterans have a great opportunity with that too, but there are a lot of, there are some 0% downs. Um, FHA programs, conventional programs, rehab loans, renovation loans, right? Renovation loans can be very advantageous. I use one with a 203k loan, but there are several of them. Um, so understanding financing is key uh, to becoming a house hacker. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many options out there and Brad does a really good job at just laying it out for you and helping you decide which one's best for you. Yeah. So next is profitable deals. Right. So we've gone through this list. We figured out what strategy in within house hacking we want to take. We built our real estate team. We've begun talking to them. Right. We've evaluated our market and figured out kind of which areas within our market we want to target. Uh, we've figured out financing. And next, we want to figure out profitable deals. How do we do that, Drew? How do we do that? Well, there's a lot of options. You know, your real estate agent has access to the MLS. So you're going to get set up on an email list. You're going to get notifications every time a property that meets your criteria goes up for sale. And you can do the same thing on Zillow and Redfin, but there's more than just leads there. You're gonna be able to meet wholesalers uh, at real estate events, and you're gonna give them your criteria. They're gonna put you on a contact list. They'll reach out to you when they find a deal. The other way is you can do mail marketing. You can figure out the owner of the property. There's tools to do that. You send them a letter, let them know you're interested in buying, send them an offer, and you can negotiate a deal that way. Absolutely. So it really just depends, you know, the great thing about house hacking is that we are focused on trying to eliminate our mortgage payment, right? So, so it's, it's totally okay for your first deal to find it directly off the MLS and, and allow your real estate agent to help guide you. Mm -hmm. Right. And you don't need to do the extra work and the extra headache of direct mail campaigns and things like that, but it's totally fine to do it as well. Right. It's totally up to you. We present to you the best ways, the, all the ways to find profitable deals. And then from there, you can choose which one fits best for you. Uh, and then finally, you know, we teach you how to manage the house hack yourself, right? Because as a house hacker, you're going to be living there. So you want to learn the ropes of house hacking. Now, down the road, you might want to get property management. And we are totally cool with that. Having property management is awesome uh, idea. And it can really help you when you build a portfolio. But when you start, you're generally going to interact with that tenant and save a little bit of money to start. We're going to show you, you know, how you can schedule with that tenant 
how you can set it up so they apply for your rental, uh, how you're gonna be able to accept those applications. There's software that we show you and that we screen share and we'll show you everything step-by-step. Step. So you're gonna set up the lease, you're gonna accept payments, maintenance requests, track expenses. You're gonna be able to do all that stuff and learn everything that you need to know about property management for your house hack. Yeah, absolutely. So this course, it's really just designed to show you how to house hack, give you some confidence. We're gonna have a one-on-one -on -one call with you. We're gonna we're gonna talk you through uh, deals maybe that you're looking at or the questions or roadblocks that you have. Uh, maybe we're going to have some contacts for you within your area to help you, hopefully, because uh, we've developed relationships with people around the country. Um, but really, this course is just designed to become a community and help people know the steps of house hacking and successfully execute on that and eliminate their mortgage and dramatically alter their financial lives. And hopefully, with some luck, get to financial freedom, which we know can happen for you. Absolutely. I'm very excited. Yeah, so we really genuinely appreciate you joining us for this episode. We're going to walk you through this new course, uh, kind of give you some some inspiration, hopefully, uh, whether you're already house hacking or you're wanting to house hack, right? So reach out to us with any questions you have. We genuinely appreciate you guys joining us.